hey, before Worms came out, there was this guerrilla game on made in QBasic. It was like one of the, the two or something QBasic games that came with QBasic. And you used to, you used to have to enter talking, like... Can you say, can you you say Q-Basic more? It was Q-Basic, 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 Q-Basic. The funny thing, Mike, you know how you say Worms before it was like, you know, invented or whatever? Yeah. Worms came out in 95, like in the middle of this Yeah, well, I'm saying this was out. before Worms is what I'm trying to say. It was this, this, is this how old, old school Q-Basic game, which I reckon was done in like the late 80s or something. Q-Basic. Q-Basic, 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 Gorillas. And you had these two gorillas, and you used to have to manually enter the velocity. Thank <laughs> you, basic gorilla. In this Q basic gorilla game. Q <laughs> And you used to have to hit this other gorilla with the banana. It was brilliant. It was awesome. Yeah, gorillas. You know what? Had bananas. I don't know anything that you just said. All I could hear is Q basic and gorilla. I'm gonna look this up. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> search that. Okay, I just sent a Wikipedia article on Cubasic. Okay. I did the search for gorillas I'm and it comes you. up. Of course it does. It's an arterial game. That was the best game ever. <laughs> I played it to Are death. Are you kidding me? Uh, Why would I make something like that up? It's a yeah, real look, game. Gorillas, oh video my game. god. Gorillas. And it looks like worms. And it was called Cubasic Gorillas. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It actually really looks like worms, don't you think? Well, it was it was what I would say the pre. It was basically what worms is. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you clearly they copied it. You, know, you didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> and used <laughs> it was, and you also say Cubasic. It was Cubasically. <laughs> it was Cubasically the game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should get back to the feral. There's a rat. He's a leader of the bunch A cat called Mabigliana She's fluffy but she's tough Darren, he's a dopey dog Mixie's a muddled up, mixed up bunny Feral, that's the Feral's for ya Feral's, don't mess with the Feral's The Feral's, they gonna get you that's the Feral's Hello and welcome to the Feral's Podcast I'm your host, Monkey Boy, and I'm joined by... Swinny and Mike. This is episode 12 of the first season, The Rat in the Moon. Um, there's a lot of misspelling in my notes, the guys have told me, so I've got the show notes put together. <laughs> what the hell, all right? Where is this? Darren is tr- now trying to get to the move. Anyway, um, so there's exciting news. Like, we have a huge social media presence, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and Mig... The guy who plays Joe in the show is following our Feral's podcast yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. account, which is pretty cool. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> I Sorry, just took me. My, so I think <laughs> took my shirt off <laughs> and ran Joe. around the room waving it. <laughs> Do you reckon he just walks to coffee shop still and goes, you know, Starbucks, and then they're like, what's your name, sir? He's like, Joe. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. Give me a latte. No, sure. Okay. I'll ask this. This is we're going off track from the start. Um, if if he went to Starbucks, what coffee would be most consistent with Joe? A frappuccino with the character, because I obviously I don't know me personally. So Joe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, you know Joe personally. So go on. <laughs> well, I I know him a lot better than I do Mig. Um, <laughs> Joe, I think would get some kind of frappuccino. Yeah, that's what I guessed. Ah, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I felt it was going to be a caramel something. So a caramel frappuccino sounds right to me. Yeah. Well, after this episode, he, it, maybe it's some disgusting flavor because clearly he uh, <laughs> has weird tastes. That's a beautiful segue. Um, so the premise of this this episode is that we have the ferals scavenging. What did I write? <laughs> Scavengering. Scavengering. <laughs> Um, so they're going through the tip, trying to find, you know, some treasure out of the trash. Um, and then we have Darren who discovers an Aussie, I'm pretty sure it's an Aussie flag, right? Like I just wrote yeah, Aussie flag. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Well, okay. the whole, um, and not, you know, it's a, all silly stuff what they want, but then we, we find out, and this is the premise of this episode that Radis wants to get a car. So he's, his big motivation in this episode is trying to try to get a car. They're in uh, the tip, yeah. They're in the tip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't there a car already in the tip? <laughs> there was in previous know if episodes, yeah. that was in yeah. the tip, though. No, I don't think I it think is. I think that's out of the tip. No, yeah. it's uh, kind of part Oh, actually, really. you know what? Finally in this episode, and it's, it comes on pretty much at the end of this scene, but I'll just mention it now, is we finally get an idea of the geographical location of this mm. tip, and it's not next to the house, which we thought it was. Yes. That's true. That's true. I feel like this is uh, reminiscent of The Simpsons House, where there's so many episodes, so many views on different rooms that you can basically construct the floor map. And obviously, it's not super consistent. You know, there's certain episodes, they do what they need to do to get it done. But yeah, I feel like this is a big clue. It pretty well, though, doesn't it, The Simpsons? It it, there is a general, unlike Futurama, where they intentionally apparently change the layout every single episode just to screw yeah, around with people. Yeah, almost as a joke. Which yeah, is awesome. yeah, exactly. Yeah. This actually, uh, yeah, I, um, I could imagine, you know, we're talking about the expanded universe or extended universe of the Ferals. <laughs> uh, you know how yeah. a lot of, um, well, you might not know Monkey Boy, I think Mihai, sorry, uh, <laughs> Mike might know a little bit more. Um <laughs> Mike might know a little bit more about this as well, which is Tolkien fans. Now, they somehow scrounge oh, up and, and they develop and construct the world maps based on writings. Does this mean that at the end of the uh, two seasons, we're going to actually be able to construct a map oh, of God. the ferals? Yeah, good luck with that. That's a good would, idea. <laughs> I would love to see that. It's, we've got to have the TV studio. We've got to have the exam hall. It's all going to be there. Lad of the shed. Well, you know, forecasting this episode, the front of a pizza store. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but before we get to to all that, again, movie reference at the start. Did you guys catch it? The one where he goes, you can't beat the smell of fresh garbage in the evening. You know, reference from from Apocalypse Now. Can't beat the smell of fresh napalm in the morning. Well, there was a couple of references. There's a this, lot this of references, yeah. And I there's a lot like of funny four? wit and comebacks, and it's it's nonstop. It, I, I thought the writing was really good in this episode. Well, this episode, like, and, you know, I'll probably struggle. There's not that many subplots. No, just two. It's very frenetic. Like, there's, uh, you know, it feels like we're jumping from scene to scene constantly in this episode. Yeah, but they all I, make I was sense. writing notes, and I'm like, wow, I'm, like, struggling to really write good notes for each scene yeah i'm already on to the next scene but they're good scenes and i actually like the fact that they only have two what, what seems like only two main uh plot lines and there's a lot of scenes but all the scenes make sense and you can see how one thing leads to another leads to another and they also do that you know cobra enthusiasm thing where they get something from the start of the show and bring it back in towards the end 
Mm. So that, that, it was well structured. Yeah, pretty well structured. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad episode. Um, so yeah, we have the setup of Radis wanting to get his car. We're not really sure what kind of car, but he's trying to find a car. And then we have jumping over to Robbie and Lenny's place, which Joe seems to occupy all the time now. That Joe is the temporary Planet Pizza publicity promoter <laughs> trying to trying to you know land that job. I was like, this is awesome. There's something he, about Joe he, and pizza. It's just it's a perfect fit for me. <laughs> he was dressed like Angus Young from uh, ACDC as well, <laughs> dude. That scene. So that's a bit later, isn't it? Like where he's really. There's, yeah, there's a scene later on where he's really like looking like Angus Young for me, but. It was always, like, uncomfortable for me, that whole bit. It was just, like, it looked really weird. I don't know. He looked really it. young. It's He looked yeah. younger in this episode yeah. than any other episode. Compared to the first episode, the first episode he seemed, you know, I don't know, a lot older. In this episode, he seemed like he was maybe, you know, in uni or something. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was really weird. Like, he almost... Because I think, to me, his character keeps evolving and, like, chopping and changing a bit. Like, there's a central core of what he's about, but in the first episode, he almost has a bit of gravitas. Like, he, he, he kind of carries himself in a certain way, hmm. but he was so insecure in this episode. He's constantly saying about, oh, I'm going to fail. Oh, I can't come up with an idea. You're going to help me. And this is one thing I didn't get. Robbie and Lenny are helping him, like, really helping him in this episode. Why well, are they helping him? It seems <laughs> I Robbie, did not understand that. I believe Robbie actually works at the pizza place. Yes. Already. Oh, yeah, that's right. She does. Now, Lenny, does I don't know why that. he's helping, but... But um, he always helps him. Yeah. To some extent. Well, Lenny seems to help, but then at, when he's succeeded in helping, he's like, F off. Like, <laughs> I don't care about this anymore. <laughs> he's like, oh, we'll go do the TV audition. Oh, you've got the spot. You're going to be on national TV. Nah, I don't want to. <laughs> Walk away. It's like, what? Doesn't make Robbie, any sense. Robbie comes in with those rocket boots um, as yeah, part of cool. Joe's plan. Now, um, I've mentioned the I've written this down in my notes. So many episodes, never got a chance to talk about it. Robbie's hair changes in every, pretty much every episode and every scene. Oh wow! The amount of hairstyles that she goes through, even in some episodes that I noted down and never got to talk about, she actually changes her hairstyle about three or four times in the one episode. That's just, yeah, no, that, I didn't even notice that. It, you know, a lot of people would just stick with the one character hairstyle and just go through it. Now, yeah. if they all taped all these episodes pretty close to each other, you know, for production reasons, that means that that's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of back and forth with that. So, a lot of work in that. But that it is something that I picked up on that as well. Just because they, no, they yeah, film it in different no. weeks or something. No. No, it's intentional. They're, they're completely different styles. You, you you would have to intentionally actually make your hair look different each time. But that's a lot of effort so. for something that... I, what, like, what's the purpose for it? I but she it might helps. have been doing the hair, though. She uh, might yeah. have been doing it herself, right? I think it also helps build character because she is... Ah. Um, she is one of those, like, 90s indie rock chicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. hairstyles were a big thing back in you know in the mid 90s early 90s and stuff like that so i mean it was coming out of the hair metal era and everything like that so hey speaking <laughs> exactly. of hair that's what it's all inspired by here's a, here's a little bit of uh tidbit trivia which may or may not be true i started growing my beard recently and uh did a little bit of research and apparently in the u.s up until world war one dudes used to have beards like it was pretty common and 
throughout history, it was actually quite common as well. Apparently what happened was when the people went into the army to fight the war, they used to have to wear gas masks. And as a result, they had to shave so, you know, none of the gas would get through. And when they came back from the war, all these soldiers were clean-shaven, and culturally that changed people's perception of beards. And then, you know, beards went out of fashion and everyone was clean-shaven. So that was quite an interesting little piece of trivia, hmm. which may or may not be yes, true. Oh, look, I mean, at least those were the periods where it did change over. Um, I mean, you got a lot of funny things like that. Like before World War One, pink was always associated with men and yeah. boys and blue with girls. And I can't remember the reason, but it did flip over just before World War One. Yeah, I read about you that. Know, now everyone assumes that, you know, blue is boy, just almost like a, a sort of a natural thing. It's almost like yeah. a genetic thing where it's not at all. It's a completely cultural device. Hmm. Um, and that, that leads us back onto the ferals, doesn't it? <laughs> of course, yes. Quite nicely. <laughs> um, the other setup that we have is that Lenny is trying to build a flying pizza machine. Well, is it, would you call it a machine? I guess it's a machine that's it, it's making like it fly. A, well, it's a machine, yeah, because Joe wanted help with with this, didn't he? Oh, didn't well, Joe, Joe ask for help He's constantly this? trying to think of promotional ideas. Yeah. So he's, he's coming up with lots of ideas in this episode to promote the pizza place. To this try to audition like, to get the job. This is really ahead of its time. We talk about the ferals predicting things. Um, there's the, all those flying drones that people have these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Amazon exactly ones, like yeah. That. Did so you hear um, Enrique Iglesias? He tried to, part of apparently part of his act on stage was to this drone that has a camera on it. He kind mm-hmm. of reaches out to it. And he actually, it like cut his finger when he was what? the drone. What? And it was blood everywhere on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh, and apparently he, wow. he continued the performance. So, Damn kind of like Dave Grohl as well. Yeah, exactly like Dave Grohl in his foot. Those guys are consummate professionals. That's awesome, yeah. Well, they have to be. I, I reckon, I know it sounds glib to just say you have to do that but i really think if that's how you make your bread and butter because they don't make it through selling music anymore it's all about you know getting people in front of them paying the big money for tickets and apparel when you're there like you got to do a good show you got to get people who go to see them yeah. to say oh they're awesome come again when they're out next year or you know when they have an extra show or you know pink like she announces three dates and then she has three weeks of dates you know all lined up secretly so plus publicity man you're not gonna you don't want to look like a pansy chickening out because you know you broke your foot or your arm fell off all right i must admit though i wouldn't (laughs) have expected iglesias though well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, out of everyone, it'll probably be, he would have been one of the last people. Maybe him and then Ricky Martin at the bottom. Well, that's a bit, that's a bit of a... Yeah. Oh, all right, <laughs> all right. Out. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> so, we see that Radis is um, he's trying to figure out how he can get a car, right? And he's like, <laughs> I, I do not understand this whole thing. I think it's funny, but I don't know how it's funny for a kid, but... He's just like, he He looks up, and I didn't understand this at first, where he has his little idea bubble, right? And you Ding. see the dot, dot, dot. But there's no big circle. It's it's the moon that's the, the big circle. That's his big idea. Hmm. I thought that was kind of cute. It but was awesome, yeah. His idea is that there's a moon buggy up there on the moon, so he wants to get to the moon so that he can get his moon buggy, which will be his car, <laughs> right? Makes sense. And when he explains to them about 
how close the moon is versus oh, the this, tip. This is the best. <laughs> I loved it, but I don't. I wish I wrote it down word for word because I watched the episode uh, the other night and I'm like, I don't know how to explain it. He, he, what did he say? Well, he goes, essentially, he, can you see the tip? No. Can you see the moon? Yes. Therefore, it's closer. <laughs> yeah, that's and, those lines. Because, and because we know the tip's about two blocks away, then it's only a block away. <laughs> it's like less that. than a block yeah, away. That's yeah, that's right. It's less than a block away. Ah, and then I remember the one that I liked, because obviously Mixie and Darren are stupid in this show, but Moddy is moderately intelligent at least. She sort of looks and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That, that checks out. <laughs> Hey, now, um, in this scene, yeah. uh, I was just going to say, in this scene, yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a poor quality of the video, but it didn't seem like it. Something seemed wrong with Radis's eye in this scene. I don't know if you guys noticed it. No, I, I It kind of notice. looked like he had a lazy eye, like something was <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I noticed that in another episode, that and I thought he was a bit cross-eyed in one episode. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was half expecting him to bust out some Radiohead. <laughs> reference game one buggy, point a moon buggy anyway um so yeah he gets the idea that the first idea of getting to the moon is the slingshot which you know it's pretty clever it's pretty funny like you know people have tried to do that to to fly before that we had planes mm-hmm. um the thing that i liked about it was with keith do you remember this, uh, Swinney, where Keith chimes in out of nowhere? Like, we didn't even know Keith was in the scene until this point. And, like, Radis is preparing to be sling, slung shot or whatever you want to call it. Slung shot. Sling shotted. <laughs> what do you actually say? How do you say that? Sling shot. I don't know. Like, can you is it can just, you say is it just sling shot? Maybe it's just sling shot. Slung. I think it's slung. slung. No, but it's slung. Sh- but then yeah, there's a shot coming. Sling, no, slung, but shotted? the action of a slingshot is to sling something. So I, I think, think the problem is slung. the word slingshot itself. Like if you took out the sling and you just say shot, it's like shoot. You know what I mean? So yeah. sling, I think it's interchangeable to You're sling or shot. to shoot. Slingshot. Anyway, how about <laughs> sling, slingshotterated? Yeah, okay, we'll go with exactly. that. Like just like scavenger, <laughs> scavenge dead. I can't remember what Keith said, but I just love how he chimed in out of nowhere and it was like, oh, yeah, you got something wrong. Oh, you sure you got it right? And Radis yeah. is panicking at the end and then he gets like shot into the tree. Man, Keith was a jerk in this episode. He was an like, absolute jerk. It was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> this is probably um, the best steps over him in, an, in a long time, actually. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's one of the, not disappointing, but I feel like they're underutilized, Keith and Kylie, but Keith more so. Keith's a funny character. There's not... I don't know who which character is he most similar to. For me, maybe Moddy now. Is that kind mm. of vibe? You know what I mean? Like pretty critical and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then yeah, the next bit we see Radis. Unless I'm missing anything, Radis uh, trying to do a hot air balloon up to the moon. Yeah, that's the next bit. Yeah. And this was like ridiculously successful, in my opinion. It he was got, like so high up. Did you? Before it was we crazy. Before we go to that part, you know when he was um, he was about to t- to lift off, and he goes, "Let go of the basket. We don't want any Klingons." I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Well, you know, but you gotta set it <laughs> up. So you gotta many... set it up properly, man. Oh, okay. No, there was a was... setup. You gotta set the setup. Yeah, I can't even remember what the setup was, but it was something I don't about. Remember it either. They were talking about Star Trek, and did they call him? Captain Kirk or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah, they, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, sure, Captain they, Kirk. How do you plan wait, wait, on getting what, there? What was it, Swinney? What was it, Swinney? Well, I can't say the exact thing, but earlier in the episode, they called him Captain Kirk. 
And yeah. then in this scene, they said it's just like Star Trek or something about the Enterprise. Yeah. And yeah. then that they bust out. We don't. That, know that's because. That's right, and exactly. that's the key, yeah. Mike. <laughs> to a joke. And then he said, <laughs> he "Let go of the basket. <laughs> we don't want any Klingons." <laughs> yeah. As, the other thing was that he's boys yeah. dying over there. Go on. Well, uh, one thing that they did say when he was taking off, he goes, "The year of the rat." Yes. <laughs> uh, day one, year of the rat. I checked the year of the rat. It was 1996. This is very inaccurate. This show. There's a lot of you know <laughs> non-Asian kids that are watching this who would be super confused. But. How do you know that this wasn't set a couple of years in the future from the current date of production? Well, oh. I actually did write that as a note. I wrote this is like getting super nerdy. Feral <laughs> that, nerdy. That is I'm like nerd. question. It's not disturbing that we both just came up with that. <laughs> I know. I know. I actually wrote down the notes in my notes. I said. Are we actually in the year 1996? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> Just for emphasis. Um, also, you guys mentioned, uh, Mike got this last time, good pickup, about the doom sound in the last episode. Was the doom sound in this scene? This is my question to you oh, guys. I don't know, I didn't hear it. If I didn't pick I think- it up that other episode, I've got no chance in this one. Oh, but you're more sensitive to it. Like, I'm certainly more sensitive to it. I'm probably hearing things. That's how sensitive I am to it. <laughs> I think you... I think the former. Uh, I don't know. I thought I heard it. I, I don't know if I can find it quickly enough, but... There was a... Yeah, there was a bit. Sorry, guys. There was a bit where, when he was taking off, it kind of went, made the sound... Or something. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm going crazy. I'll have to check it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm doing the, the follow-up podcast by myself. Um, with, the, with the we didn't say what happened to the balloon when the balloon's taking well, off it, it was going yeah well. that's what I was getting onto well yeah. th- th- set up how did he do the balloon it was attached yeah good point it was attached well they they attached a hairdryer to it with a long ass cord with the world's longest extension cord ever yep <laughs> it was crazy what, that, what was the plan beyond the I don't think they thought that through now, no no but can I say something so the way that the physics of a hot air balloon right, oh here we you, go <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 all about pressure which is something that's not very well understood but high pressure versus low pressure causes lift is the way that, that planes take off right? right the differential causes lift now that's how that's still the fundamental principle of of a hot air balloon. Now, if he could actually get up that high, it doesn't matter that the cord got pulled out or not, right? So when I knew it was going to happen, but there's a scene where the cord reaches its maximum, then gets pulled out. So all that happens is that the 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 hot air. Uh, the air, hot air dryer? That's not what it's called. What is it called? The hair dryer. Air dryer. The hair dryer. The hot air dryer. Like, yeah. dryer. Oh, hot <laughs> I'm like air adding... Dryer. <laughs> I'm making it like it's an abbreviation. Hair is hot air. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The hair dryer gets pulled out. And then all of a sudden he plummets like he, he weighs a thousand kilos. And there's no lift or anything. But yeah, well, know, it wouldn't show. have had as much effect if he just kind of True. slowly. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, exactly. He rocks up in three episodes time because <laughs> he's still up there. Yeah, okay. But um, so yeah, he comes crashing down, and by this stage, Radis is all damaged and really, you know, he's got bandages and looks really funny and cool. Um, so in the next scene, we have Lenny, which I wrote down trying to invent the digital pizza delivery system. Mm-hmm. I think that was being hopeful about the name of, of this device. Digital pizza delivery. <laughs> now, I didn't have much notes of this bit, but 
I didn't understand the reference to Beetlejuice. So they were talking about the pizza yeah. flavors yeah, that was Joe's coming up with. Beetlejuice is in the What's Beetlejuice the got star. to do with it? The star. I think you're thinking you're overthinking it too much. Okay, so I'm the, the kinds of pizzas much. that Joe <laughs> basically Joe wanted to create new pizzas to as a publicity stunt. So Correct. he created a Martian pizza, which was made and, out and the of, place is called Planet Pizza. Yeah, Martian yeah. pizza. Go on, go on. Yeah, which was marshmallows, which. <laughs> it's it. It would be edible. Probably wouldn't taste good. No. Would you no. eat? Would you eat? No. A, a edible, large, edible. Would you eat a large one? Edible is different to non-edible. <laughs> no. 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 It's not. No. Edible is you can eat it. Yeah. A marshmallow is a is a piece of something you can eat. It's confectionery. You wouldn't taste. Yeah. Good. But like, if I put Coke, peanut butter. And milk in one jar and put it in a blender and give it to you. You won't be able to drink it. Each component is edible, but combined, it's not. Okay, all no, right, it's all combined right. in let your me, stomach. Let, me, fini- same let shit. me finish. When when we compare it to what it the op- the other ones are, so the moon pizza yeah, okay. is made entirely out of green cheese, mm-hmm. which would be disgusting, still edible. But the yeah. Beetlejuice pizza. <laughs> Is made out of real beetles, and I think where you're overthinking it what? is the fact that it's just they needed a name for it. No, no. it sounds disgusting then- because it's beetle juice, and that's it. And well, no, hang on, no. it's because beetle juice is the star beetle juice in the oh, constellation right. of Orion. There is a star, obviously. Called, there is a star oh, called beetle juice. Yeah, wait, oh, um, oh, like oh the ninth okay. biggest is, star in the sky. Holy crap! Mike is adding things to the podcast. I thought that was amazing. obvious because I'm like, they're all he's not, references He's to not space. interrupting. He's like adding stuff. What, who is this man? <laughs> oh, my God. I was just thinking it's they came up with something disgusting and they're like, ah, oh, Beetlejuice. That was a movie oh, no, that came no. out like four years ago. <laughs> we are, I don't remember that. <laughs> we are on the exact same page. <laughs> a completely feel, kid, uh, This whole time I'm movie. sitting here going, what the fuck are these guys on about? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. No, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, when you, as now, soon as you said that, I was like, "You're right." Damn. Now, while that's a very smart joke mm-hmm. and a very smart name, no kid would have known that. They would have thought <laughs> no, it was we, from we, the movie. Well, I don't know. No, I they don't know. would have See, thought I, it was from the movie. One third. I one third knew. of this podcast got it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because I, I, I used to know constellations and stars and stuff like that since I was about four. Yeah, but I think, and you know, we we met you at a young age, you know. You were on the upper tip of nerdness. Just the tip <laughs> of nerdness. The 1%. The 1% of the tip. And look what's become of me now. I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was there anything else in this scene? Mm. It was just that, you know, it was the flavours and that was about it. From the Martian pizza topped with marshmallows? That was nice. We talked about that. Yeah, that sounded really good. Would you eat a full large pizza of marshmallows? Yeah, probably. See, I like pineapple on it? pizza, so it's a stretch. Oh, I, I take pineapple on pizza any freaking day. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, it's, you know, it's a stretch, but I could probably mouth that. It, it reminded me of the... Uh... <laughs> I could mouth that. I'm going to extract that from your phone. <laughs> I could mouth that. Just apply it to everything that's out there. Ricky, <laughs> and Ricky and Glacier's finger. I could mouth that. <laughs> I could... Oh, this is stuff at Enrique um, Iglesias. I could mouth that. 
Moving right along. No, I I was just going to say that those pizzas reminded me a lot of uh, the Ninja Turtles. Because they used to order those strange pizzas like marshmallow. I think they actually had marshmallow pizza and things like that. So I have heard of it, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the beetle. Not the beetle pizza. I think I've heard of the marshmallows. What was the other one? Green cheese. But what what is green cheese? What's green cheese? I don't uh, know. I'm pretty certain Gorgonzola is a kind kind right. of right. So like the moldy cheese. Oh, well, I, I totally, I totally believe that there could be a green cheese pizza. Well, there is. It's, it's be... the Quattro Formaggio, or whatever that is, with like the four different cheeses, including like a couple of those moldy cheeses. I don't know. And it's, it's green delicious. Cheese. I think it's blue cheese. Well, I don't. I assume green cheese is kind of similar to blue cheese, right? I don't know. I don't even it's know what green cheese is. TBH. I could mouth that. But I could mouth that. All right, so, <laughs> but I could mouth it. Um, so now that Radis is so banged up, Darren is now volunteering. Well, Radis is promoting Darren up to the spot of chief pilot to get on, as my notes say, to get on the move. Um, there was some more betting in this scene, which I liked, you know. This is definitely a precursor to how I think in life. I'm always trying to bet on things. It's some some terrible things that I'm trying to bet on, but um, that's right. Just just blame a kids' TV show that you probably never watched this episode of. Keep telling you guys. <laughs> well, I'll share a story. So this is so bad. I shouldn't say this. I might have to cut this out later. So um, you know, like how the Adelaide Crows coach passed away. Well, he's murdered, to be honest. Um, uh, Phil Walsh was it? Phil Walsh. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a big AFL fan. As soon as I heard that news, I was like, "Far out!" That's like really bad, like terrible. Oh, you right? didn't you didn't bet on what happened, <laughs> did you? And then I was like, straight away, I pulled out my my phone. I I, I basically sold Adelaide season. So like, that's bet against Adelaide for the year. And I also oh. bet against Adelaide for the game that was coming up. And they actually cancelled the game, so I got my money back on that. But yeah, yeah actually, I, I, so this wasn't like just normal <laughs> footy chipping. This was actual money bets. Yeah, I, was, wow. I bet a lot. What? I always bet. But I mean, that's fair enough. <laughs> that is because you know it's going to have an impact. So it's a safe and bet. I told, almost. I told my partner, and she's like, "That's so bad. You're such a bad person." <laughs> Let's have sex. That, oh, that is simultaneously smart, note yet unethical. Yeah, but I think it makes sense. By the way, note how he said partner, not girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's I'm a very you know inclusive guy. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Say hello to George. Oh, for lots me. of beautiful people around here. Mike. Exactly. Exactly. No, no. But look, the thing is, like, I actually was quite upset by it. You know, I, by I the fact that you were betting, <laughs> by the fact that she was upset no, at you, or no, the fact, that, the fact that he was murdered. It was terrible. Uh, it was a terrible situation. Takeaway footy, which I love. Uh, I like, feel so terrible. I better place a bet on this. Yeah, but I can separate. <laughs> it's my way of mourning. <laughs> I, yeah, but I can. <laughs> I can Shut up! You don't know I me. Sep- I, I just, I, I just love to see your visualization of him crying as he's on the phone. <laughs> Call to confirm. No, but like the thing is, like I can separate those things mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, it's the, it's the banker in me. This is the it's thing. The, right? it, like, I think it's a psychopath this, in you. It's like kind of like how you can murder someone <laughs> yet still love them. No, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. Look, the, it, fundamentally, I don't know the guy, right? So. You know, like I, I think it's it's facetious when people are like super upset about it. They don't yeah, know him. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? They're projecting something that's not there. 
So, like, I was quite upset. I was upset, like, for the players, you know, they've lost someone that they were super close to. But anyway, like I said, I shouldn't, I shouldn't tell people this, and I did. But, um, but yeah. Hey, you know so, what? Yeah. I'm with you. I admit, I, I probably would have done the same if I was into footy tipping. Well, it's not tipping, it's betting. Betting. Like, yeah. Well, whatever. I know nothing about it, so. <laughs> All right. So, moving, moving right along to the move. Um, so we have Darren who is getting blasted by a rocket. I think it's Keith betting. Keith was betting with Kylie, right? Yes. They, yeah. And we find out, um, when, uh, Darren lands, they were betting on the location. Yeah. I think he said, this is where he's going to land. So he's obviously a mathematics slash physics student. Mm-hmm. Keith. You know, he's not just chewing those gum leaves, you know, he's high high out of his mind. He's, you know, reading some textbooks, obviously, because he's calculated the parabola and, you know, where it's going to land and everything. He's worked it all out. Um, he, or either that or he plays a lot of uh, Angry Birds. <laughs> Back in <laughs> yes, 1994. Right. He's, he's exactly. He's, uh, he's going hey. to his time machine hey, no, wait, in the future. Hang on, hang on I remember. God, Angry Birds brought it back. Before Worms came out, there was this gorilla game on... Made in Q-Basic. It was like one of the, the two or something Q-Basic games that came with Q-Basic. And you used to, no, you used no, to have to talking, enter like... Can you say, can you you say Q-Basic gorillas? more? It was Q-Basic, 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 Q-Basic. Now, you say gorilla, are you talking about like I'm not talking about or Greek monkeys? women. I'm talking about oh, actual geez. gorillas, yeah. This is like, recorded, by the way. Like, oh, that's, that's full on. <laughs> oh, wow. It was. Uh, it was this. Know, the funny thing, Mike. Hey, I, I can you say know how that you up. say worms before it was like you know invented or whatever. Yeah, worms came out in '95, like in the middle of this. Yeah, well, I'm saying this out. was before worms, is what I'm trying to say. It was this. This is this how old, old we are. School Q basic game, which I reckon was done in like the late '80s or something. Q basic. Q basic. Q basic. Q basic. Gorillas, and you had these two gorillas, and you used to have to manually enter the velocity. <laughs> In this Q-Basic gorilla game. <laughs> and you start to hit this other gorilla with the banana. It was brilliant. It was awesome. Yeah. Gorillas you know what? had bananas. I don't know anything that you just said. All I could hear is Q-Basic and Hang gorillas. on. I'm going to look this up. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> oh, my God. Search that. Okay. I just sent a Wikipedia article on Q-Basic. Okay. I did the search for gorillas I'm and it comes you. up. Of course it does. It's an arterial game. That was the best game ever. I played it to oh, death. You're kidding me. Oh, Why would I make something like that up? It's a yeah, look, game. gorillas. Oh, video my game. God. Gorillas. And it looks like worms. Game. And it was called Q-Basic Gorillas. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it. <laughs> Sorry, oh, my God. It actually really looks like worms, don't you think? Well, it was It was what I would say the pre... It was basically what Worms is, yeah. No, <laughs> You're clearly they copied you it. Couldn't know, you didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> and used... It was, and you also say Q-Basic. It was Q-Basically. <laughs> it was Q-Basically the game, yes. <laughs> All right. We should get back to the ferals. Oh, God. I've lost track. Um, so, yeah, the bet. <laughs> That's right. So, Keith worked it out. Um and oh yeah, the thing that I liked in this scene, the little cute thing that happened was when the rocket exploded, it destroyed the launch pad. Uh, you know, call out to launch pad, launch launch pad Lee out there. Um, so it destroyed the launch pad, 
And Radis actually was right near the launch pad, I think, from memory. So he got yeah, hurt he, again, which I thought was He funny. deserved to get hurt there, standing right there. <laughs> I know, how stupid. Although, it, weren't the other guys standing right behind the rocket? Which is the worst place to stand. Yeah. How many? There's there's no sense in uh, Feral's physics. Not true. Physics is How very bad. How many kids the, must have been injured by... Because when did fireworks get banned in Australia? Oh, we, we actually spoke... We, we did, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> We've covered this topic in the first I was going to say, it's a sad day we're recovering this topic again. <laughs> Let, let's cover it again. <laughs> what, what year was it? Uh, it was before in Sydney and in, in Melbourne, the main two capitals... They were banned before the series started, oh, okay, right. so that was 94. But it was banned in Canberra, which was, you know, the last bastion of uh, fireworks a couple of years ago. Hmm. I think you can do it on one day a year now, so it's a bit like 4th of July. Now, are we getting to the awesome, probably my favourite scene of the episode? <laughs> Is this where we see Joe running from the cops? Yes. Yeah, 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 that's right. Well, you, you take it off, you take it off, because I, I didn't write many notes on this. Because oh. it creeped me out. It creeped me oh, out, man. I didn't, I didn't. All right. So basically, Joe, we hear sirens. It's in the apartment. Um, some, I don't know if we actually heard an explosion because it was a fire, wasn't it? It was just sirens and, and everything like that. Um, anyway, Joe comes uh, knocking on Lenny's door and how did he look, Mike? Pretty pretty hot. <laughs> oh, was that what were you the doing? answer you were looking for? Is he, he drinking? <laughs> I, I was okay. Look, I'll admit. I'll admit. He's like looking at Enrique and Greg and Flex No, I was just, I was just reminiscing <laughs> on, about the scene with Joe. That's all. Whilst possibly <laughs> having my hand so weird. down my crotch. Okay. Anyway, now before we get into this uh, this scene, so Joe oh, comes God. and he's he looks like he's obviously like. Smoke all on his... Not smoke, but, you know, like... Mm. I don't know what they call it, like... like is he's, it? He's, it's like a blast. There's, like, yeah, seen a blast been, or something. Yeah, it's like in a fire explosion. His hair yeah. stuck up. Um, what are you doing, child. Mike? Huh? Anyway, oh, yeah, I guess I'm just looking at the image. Yes. Now, um, if I get you guys to click on this link. Now, we've done a couple of lookalikes yep. um, in the previous episode, so I'll just quickly touch on them. So, we had Darren... <laughs> the most inappropriate episode. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we had Darren looking like um, uh, the guy from Clockwork Orange. We had Robbie yeah. looking like Harley Quinn. Yep. We had uh, the best one, which is Mavis, looking like Ric Flair. <laughs> now, another oh, one, wow. you guys won't know this guy. This is another wrestler, but he's, uh, he, he's, you know, like a small time wrestler, hasn't made it famous yet, whatever, right? His name's Solomon Crow. Now, have you guys got that photo? Yep. Yeah. I see the resemblance. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay, cool. But then I noticed, do you see the guy up in the corner of the middle picture? Yeah. I don't know. This guy looks like some kind of weird humanoid lizard. Man, I think he's the guy on the I right. I think you're the kind of person that would yeah. see some sort of face in some in the, Martian rocks. The guy in the, the guy in the crowd behind him. <laughs> yeah, but ancient aliens, like man. Ancient aliens. It's compression. It's it's like it's so compressed that it looks like his face is like has no features on it, and it, yeah, reminded no, it looks me, like a demon. It reminded me of. Uh, have you guys ever heard of the shape? 
<laughs> shapeshifter con- uh, bodyguard conspiracy for Obama. Mm, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> the shapeshift. Did you say shapeshifter? Shapeshifter. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Couldn't understand what you were saying. A shapeshifter. <laughs> Sorry, I've got still still got tears in my eyes from Cubasic. <laughs> Cubasic. Um, gorillas. Gorillas. <laughs> Okay, there's this conspiracy that was um, that a lot of people were talking about online. So stupid. They were saying that Obama has shape-shifting <laughs> lizard men as bodyguards. Okay. <laughs> lizard men. Oh, now, um, I'll have... I'll, it's probably easiest if you just Google this. And there's v- apparently video evidence. And it showed... At <laughs> oh, yeah, that's some, right. I'm totally I believe this. it was a Democratic... A democratic conference, and it shows his bodyguards in the crowd turning around, and their faces changing. <laughs> which is one of the most stupid things I've ever. So as soon as I type Obama L, it goes lizard. Then Obama lizard king, Obama lizard security guard, Obama lizard squad, and then Obama lizard I, which I'm searching right now. <laughs> so. As oh, I thought, I just shit. like this. This guy looks like it, but then what the hell is up with the guy <laughs> in the so crowd? <laughs> some people are mental, man. Oh, this is some crazy so, stuff. Yeah, that's some uh, off uh, off podcast <laughs> research for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the top image in Google? If you search Obama Lizard King, <laughs> no. Can you put it in the chat? <laughs> it's all, it's so scary. <laughs> so stupid, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sending it now. Alright, um, alright, we should get back to it. Alright, alright, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I think you're, you're reading far too much into that image, by the way. <laughs> no, I reckon it, I, I reckon it's actually, what the hell's that image? Um, <laughs> it's Obama scary, Satan? right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, what it says, Obama Satan. Oh, God, <laughs> scary. I'm probably on some NSA list now. Anyway, um, so, Darren... He, you know, gets shot up. I gotta close these links. All I can see in the background is like Obama on a raptor with with, a, with an American flag in the background, and he's got a freaking rocket launcher on his back. Uh, some people are creative. Um, so yeah, Darren gets launched, but as Keith predicts, he and this is the best scene in the whole episode for me. He he lands in the tip again and doesn't realize. But he thinks he's on the moon because his glasses are all broken. So he's sort of seeing a kaleidoscope effect, if that if I'm describing it right. Yeah. And he, he get he approaches this I don't know, it's just like a trash can or something from what I can see. Um and Keith is behind it and starts talking. Man, Keith is a jerk <laughs> in this scene. He's <laughs> <It's> awesome. awesome. <laughs> Do you remember anything that he said, Swinney? Besi- yep. Oh, I can't remember other than him declaring war. What? On he declares Earth. himself as the king of the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you have insulted the king of the moon. Because <laughs> what happens is he declares war because Darren rips off his hand by mistake. His arm? His arm, yeah. His, yeah, his, his whole arm. arm. He goes to it's shake his arm. <laughs> yeah, he goes to shake his arm and then he wants to, like, destroy him. I think I've he actually got it. I think I've got it lined up. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, yeah, play it. All right, I'll try it. We'll see how it goes. So he's grabbing the arm. Sorry, it was an accident. Oh, to touch, please, 
a sticky tape. Like, well, I didn't mean to. Is that moon time or earth time? <laughs> <laughs> I just love it because it's an act of treason. It's an act of war. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, he's doing the the brave hearts. Uh, yeah, exactly. Speech or something. Yeah. Um, my only notes with Keith goes on a tirade. And then I said, these guys are jerks. <laughs> um, yeah, because I feel like they're getting more and more evil, Keith and Kylie, through the episodes. They were, like, trying to volunteer and try to, you know, collect money for charity. And now they're, like, for some reason, really setting up the ferals. I don't, maybe a bit of a laugh or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think, um, to be honest, I don't think the ferals have been too nice to them. No. Yeah, the true. Episode, so. Good point. Plus- Good point. In so, reality, so though, causes, these are written by different people, yeah, aren't they, the episodes? Yeah, yeah, so like the, some... the one that we liked the other week was written by someone. It was a one and only episode. Hmm. But, I mean, generally in these kind of shows, I, look, you know, to be honest, I don't really know, but usually you, they all get together and sort of say, these are the stories, and they go off and write the story, the, the actual scripts, and then they go again and read through it and, you know, correct the characters and try to align them as much as possible. Well, that's why you need a continuity expert. And that's got true. One. And a puppet doctor and all these type of people. Um, so this is the what this precipitates is that Darren believes that, just like what Keith said, that aliens are going to come from the moon into the sh- into Earth to invade. So there's a scene where Keith and Kylie sort of stuff Darren into this tin. Uh, sorry, tin. What am I saying? Bin tin bin right and then they roll him <laughs> tin bin roll him and he sort of lands into the shed and as if he's come back from earth um and now the ferals all believe that aliens are coming yeah uh, this is yeah i guess this is like where the the episode starts to collide with the other subplot which is joe trying to come up with some kind of scheme um because then we see joe overhearing Oh, you know, a fear of aliens, and there could be aliens, and and Lenny you saying, "Oh, this could, you know, make people crazy. This could pre- precipitate a, you know, hysteria, yeah. alien hysteria." So that gives yeah, Joe that the happens, idea. That happens after they beat up Robbie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love she's an alien. alien. Yeah, because she's dressed as. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they all jump her. Yeah, I, yeah, I right. They bash her. <laughs> That's right. Because this is this is where the ferals are at Robbie's place in there. And they're saying about how they they know that an alien's going to come, and then they see Robbie later coming in in a like an alien suit, and yeah, they decide to bash her. There's a few scenes yeah. like this which make me laugh. Do you, do you remember the bit where the ferals are in the shed, they're bunkered up, and Lenny comes in, and they're like, "Oh, is that Lenny? Oh, I think it looks like Lenny. Oh, how do we know that he's not an alien anyway? Ah, oh, let's just attack him anyway, just in case." <laughs> They throw used tissues at him. <laughs> because Mixie's <laughs> yeah. got a cold. And you know Actually, what? The, that's a very effective technique, in my opinion. Germ warfare. Although, I don't know. Maybe it's not, actually. Because well, it is. even between humans and animals, the transfer rate is, like, almost nothing. Like, there's very few uh, diseases, bacteria, or viruses that have ever crossed over between humans and you know that's an- other animals so maybe that doesn't make sense but anyway i well, think we're well, thinking s- far into it <laughs> far into screw uh the logic. screw going to to a munition store they just need to go to mike's bedroom to get all the used tissues they need hi oh <laughs> they just basically have to go in there 
<laughs> no comment. That's find the gorilla. Basically, the true. gorilla <laughs> with the hand. Um. Actually, just one thing before we get too far away from it. The yeah. the scene where Joe decides to to concoct his ideas, like ooh, he goes. UFO madness? Wow! <laughs> that's right, that's spot on. <laughs> he does <And> do that. <laughs> it sounded like he was, it was like disturbed, like he was going to go, wow! It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, disturbed. <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's right. Where, where, oh, I, think, I think I've actually got awesome. it. Is it this bit? Looking for aliens, TV crews. I mean, people will be glued to their radios, listening for landings. The whole city will be caught up in UFO madness. UFO madness? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good actor. That was spot on. That was spot on. Oh. Oh, he's the best actor in the show by a million oh, miles. Yeah. It's a kid's yeah. show. You should be overacting yeah. in a way. But it's I still brilliant. think he actually does a good job the way he does it. It does, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so that's not just because he's following on Twitter. No, no, not at all. Although we love him. Although hey, Joe, in the last listening. eleven oh, hey, episodes, oh, we, we bagged him. The trap of Saint Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ming, because um, <laughs> he's, he's listening this far into the episode. <laughs> he, he he's probably already unfollowed us after the first ten minutes. Of one, so. Exactly. <laughs> just a tweet, a down thumb emoticon, um, <laughs> down thumb. <laughs> Thumbs down, maybe I'll try. <laughs> yeah, that sickness has got to your head. I, I know. Words escaping me. Um, just like the ferals didn't from the atmosphere. Anyway, so we're back into the shed. Um, and this is, yeah, like I said, I've, I've jumped all over the place in this scene because I was so excited to marry up the, the subplots. But um, we have Lenny who's being attacked by the ferals just because, just in case. Um, and then this is where we see the flying saucer. In, in the window outside of the feral shed. And how they. Did, wait, sorry, how did Lenny not notice it was his flying pizza thing? <laughs> how did Lenny, who's like a scientist, not go, that's just like, I've got to kind of believe it's not real and and prove it's real. You know what I mean? Like, that's but a scientific way. Well, he did say that. I know, it. I know. There's so they many things. He probably modified it a bit, but it <laughs> well, was his contraption. Also, also, okay, I'll ask the question. How much time passed from Joe going, wait, wait, oh, damn, why did I not line this up properly? Wow! <laughs> hey, that was not bad, actually. <laughs> oh, um, good job. How, how much time passed from when he said that to the flying saucer out the window? Because uh, it, it was the next scene. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. It, it's, it seemed like it was day during that scene. It seemed like it was night during this scene. Yeah, so a couple of but hours, like then, six hours that, at that's, most. That's not enough time to do what he does. <laughs> I know, I know. So what happens, he's got this full... It's like he's got a crew of 20 people working on this. There's lights everywhere. There's flying saucers everywhere. Like, within... if Okay, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I reckon the most it could be is eight hours. Between when he says, Wow! That's terrible. Um, like and, one thing, shed. just... When, um, when the ferals run away... Yep. Now... It's something that I normally wouldn't think about, but you know how they all run under Lenny's legs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I that? think I know what you're going to say, but you say yeah. it. You, wait, wait, you go, Just you say it, Swinney. Think about how they would have had to do that. Lenny would have had to stand up on some raised platforms, mm-hmm. have the puppeteers actually go underneath his legs. Just 
to actually bother with that just shows that they, you know, that they went no, the extra mile. I noticed that as well. I actually it. noticed the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we how did they do this? We, we've watched the show too carefully, obviously. Yeah. We're probably the first three people to think about this. But, um, but I also felt that they were significantly shorter than how they appear normally, like in other scenes. Which, I don't know. Uh, I've, Could I have been different versions were. of the same puppets. No, I think it was the same puppets, but I think it's what John is saying, because the way that the whole set is set up is it's all elevated so that the puppeteers can be underneath yeah. and they're not having to, like, crouch all the time. Um, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I think he would have had to been on some platform, which is, like, you know, probably would have been a bit scary. But then how did that work? Because when he actually came in, I felt like he'd walked... Although I'm pretty sure they went to a different scene to do the bit where they walk underneath his legs, trying to escape, mm. run away from the flying saucer. Not but yeah, this whole thing, like, it's on the news. Like, that's how, like, big it gets within the same day. Like, and there's reports of flying saucers and everything. It's just, it's nutty. It's totally nutty. It's funny, though. Um, so uh, we're, I guess we're up to the bit where, you know... They rock up to the alien site. Yeah, so Robbie's told them that there's an alien site now and they, they see the crash, so they want to go and check it out. Um, the bits that I liked in this, this scene was where they kept on talking about the space agency. Now, context there is Australia does not have a space agency. And I just like the generic name. It actually is a very... <laughs> I reckon that would be what we would call it. Australia is like super unoriginal when it comes to naming of these type of things, they probably would just call it the Australian Space Agency. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I like how Radis. Uh, have you got the line where he <laughs> talks to the alien, talks to the alien? Uh, I can look it up while you he, guys are talking. He, no, no, you don't have to. You don't have to get the soundbite. But he looks at the alien, and in a nice link to the start of the episode, you wouldn't have a space moon buggy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot to mention the fact that. Like, there's a few scenes, like, Darren, they, he believes that Darren did go to the moon. And his first question is like, where's my space buggy? <laughs> just like, this guy's a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, that's the only thing you care about? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, no, nah, I can't find it. Uh, no, don't worry. It's all it's too compressed. Bad. It's all too compressed. Um, yeah. but what, like, what is up with this? What is up with, uh, what's his name? Lenny and Robbie just believing that there's an alien crash. Yeah, I felt there was an alien weird. coming out. It's so uh, stupid. Uh, yeah, especially Lenny, given that he must have known there was his device. So yeah, and also when bit. Robbie's like, "Oh, where's my lights and all this kind of stuff?" I'm like, "Come on, come on!" So it's just like stupid five-year-olds. Why can't you figure it out? Well, they have so many references. They had references to ET uh, e- 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 in this episode, and just lots of different random things. And yet, I don't know. The whole thing didn't even make sense. Uh. Um. So, in the end, we find out that Joe is in the alien costume. I thought the alien costume was pretty cool. That was cool, but the way they discovered it was awesome. Um, well, they, they obviously had an inkling. They're like, oh, something's not right here. We smell a rat or something. Yeah, that was cool. Um, that was cool. And then Scooby they go Doo, to the alien. And you? we hear underneath the, uh, the alien mask. Exactly. Um, and then we see, like, yeah, he takes off the mask, and I like when he's throwing out the flying saucers as a promotional thing. So he's like, the alien's throwing idea. out the flying saucers. <laughs> by, by the way, so they're just like little, 
they're almost like micro pizza dishes. Mm. That's the only way that I can think of describing like, you know, there's the metal. Like, yeah, little aluminium kind of plates or something. Or yeah, they're like small, aluminum, not even a regular aluminum, plate, like a small aluminium. Aluminium, aluminium for our American aluminum. listener. Um, confirmed. I'm not even sure if that's true to be honest, but I think Meg's in the um, US. Yeah, true. Hey, Mig. Hey, Mig. So I said, we said Mig this time, not Joe. Um, he just gave such a good performance. We just believe that there's a person out there called Joe. Um, which would be awesome. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he's throwing out these flying saucers, these little aluminum pizza dishes, and they don't have any writing on them. Well, like, why wouldn't he write something on them? They to did say, have something on the To back, promote the place. They, they did, they did yeah. have it on it. Oh, but I, I swear, like, when you threw them, they didn't. he didn't have no, anything on them. I don't think they actually had it on there, technically. Oh, okay. Or, so like, you're saying, on the yeah. props. Okay. But they, okay. when Robbie picks it up and says, look, it says pizza or Planet Pizza or whatever it is. Yeah. Now, Planet Pizza. I yeah. reckon this was actually a really good publicity stunt. I used to think that Joe King was just a shitty publicist with absolutely no talent. <laughs> publicist. <laughs> it's contagious. There's it is contagious. There's a difference between... Publicitous. Publicitous. Publicist. <laughs> Did you mean that? <laughs> it works. I totally meant it that. Works. Oh, yeah, show you there's, there's a difference basically. between a publicitist. <laughs> Can we, are you actually between, trying? Yeah, no, that was it. Between you got the gorilla, the gorilla in your mouth. A, yeah. So, basically, what's basically. the difference? Oh, the, there's a difference between a publicist and a p- promoter. There's, there's <laughs> I said a publicist and a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> and a promoterist. Yeah, what, like, what is the difference, there actually? Is a difference. Can Because you, you have some experience in this area. No. But what is the oh. difference? What is the difference? A publicistist mm. um, <laughs> generally hands with uh, public relations. A promoterist really? is managing promotional campaigns and generally is just a marketer right yeah but it's generally um more an agent style role and it's more event based Mm. and for talent right whereas a publicist um is generally public relations from what i understand but i'm not 100 on that one interesting interesting but back to the Um, point i thought he did a really good job with the publicity tizing (laughs) <laughs> it's it gets worse. Um, yeah, so then we then we get to the scene where they tie him up. They're annoyed with him, and he's draped in the Australian flag, which I thought was cool. Um, very very patriotic, Joe. In the and, star map, yeah, the star, yeah, the star map exactly, where it has the Earth in the middle as a whole. Which and, yeah, anyway, it's bizarre. Um, and they decide to put his little alien hat back on or head of his costume and then call over the space agency scientist who is going to take him away while Joe is like screaming out underneath the costume. I'm like, this is so dumb. When, <laughs> like, when, this, when this scene started, uh, there was, there was a crowd that we could see some people yeah, behind yeah. Ferrell's yeah, and yeah. Robbie. Where did I they don't go? Know. They weren't there after the first couple of shots. Well, yeah, no, I agree. They disappeared, but well, the space also, agency had to take them away. It's too close to the crash. But it is funny in this scene. I'm just like looking at the images of it. It's obviously just like part of the crew <laughs> who is standing behind yeah. the cast in the shot, <laughs> and they got it from an angle where it's like, oh, it makes you think that there's a lot more people, but obviously there's like 
a dozen, including all the people we always talk about. So, question. Yeah, and then that really wraps up the episode because it, it does. But before- like at the end. Hey, wait, actually, I've forgotten. What happens at the end? I didn't write anything about the, the final, no, final that, bit. No, that's it. They take him away, and then the the only thing is, I think there's a very... There's a part right at mm. the end of the credits. Yeah, that's right. But I don't think it was memorable. Yeah. They're, eating, to, to they're, eating the they're eating the pizza. They're eating the pizza. Oh, the doing. pizza. That's it's right. really dumb, yeah. Well, well hang anyway, on. go on, Mike. Yeah, they, 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 they kept on talking about the machines that go ping. You guys remember that yeah, part? Yeah, I didn't know what that was. It wasn't like... I didn't know what I, I that thought, meant. Initially, I thought they were going to make a joke about anal probes, but they obviously had to be really, really subtle because <laughs> it's a kid's show. But I'm like, just I didn't <laughs> I get it. So that was the only thing I could... I could... <laughs> I could well, well look, because... because <laughs> if, <laughs> look, the first thing I think about when I think about aliens is anal probes. <laughs> so I don't know, just a connection, right? Uh, okay, you watch too much South Park, but yeah. I just, it's, I don't know. I think the two go hand in hand, end to end, you know. They're connected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're getting way off okay. the track here. Um, all right, yeah, well, that wraps up the episode. Is there anything that we missed or anything that was very memorable that we need to cover? Nope. Mm, yeah, not in, the, not in the episode. Okay, okay. Um, okay, well, like, let's change things up a little bit in this episode. Let's do the ratings now. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the random after show slash chat after the ratings, which is still probably relevant for the show anyway. Sound good? Yep. Yep. Is anyone who wants to volunteer and go first? Eight. Oh, jeez. I thought okay. it was really well strung together. Like, compared to the other episodes, for some reason, like I was saying, at the start of the show, I felt like the story flowed really well. They had two separate ideas that in the end came together. It was clear mm. what was happening in each one. They were setting up each of the space scenes really, really carefully. And I, I, I thought it was brilliant the way it was all put together. Like, it had a couple of little bits and pieces where, like, like why didn't Lenny see that that was his in- own invention in the window? So, okay, we'll let those <laughs> just pass. minor things. <laughs> little minor things, right? But overall, it was just really a really well put together episode, I thought. Okay. How about you, Swinney? I give this episode a three. A three? Okay. Wow, I gave I, I gave it a four. Whoa, I gave it a four. Is that because? So, hang on, is, can I ask you guys why? Is that because not once did they make a joke about the moon being made of cheese? <laughs> no, I thought that was such a no, look, opportunity. I just, no, they they did. When? They did because they said it's made out of blue, green cheese. Oh, I that was, was a pizza reference. Cheese <laughs> I thought that was just a reference to the pizza. Oh, uh, no, that's the point of it. No. But, yeah, right. it's all intergalactic references. Yeah. Well, except for okay. Beetlejuice, which turned out to be an intergalactic. Yeah, I know we got our own. I got to fix my notes up. Why did no, you guys? Look, give I think for me, I don't know about Swinney, but for me, I didn't enjoy the episode Damn. like a, a a six or a seven or an eight episode. Okay, I didn't like really go. Oh, that was really funny, or that was stupid, or whatever. And and then also, it didn't make sense. Like you get to the end of the episode, it's like this has got massive plot holes in this episode. Which I actually don't think all the episodes have big plot holes. I think they hold together. They're like farcical universe, really but one plot it still holds together. Like. Well, it's completely ridiculous that they think that Lenny and Robbie think that, number one, the aliens are real, and number two, that Joe's behind it. Like, it's so... It's not even obvious. Uh, it's... How can they not think that? How can what? Lenny not go, that's Joe, that's my machine that he's just used? What if they were acting? That he was like... 
Huh? Huh? Actors? <laughs> Acting? No, but it's not actors. Totally it's meta. character. I'm talking about the character doesn't make sense. Look, I'll give you that. But I think... Anyway, yep. how about you, Swinny? Yes, Why did you give it a three? Okay, this episode had an uphill battle for me right from Nunchuckers, which was Medigliana at the start, um, wrapping Radis up in some like rope and spinning him around. And it was just really... <laughs> we didn't mention that, but that was comedy. weird. Yeah, it was really it was weird. Really, it was, a, to me, a big miss in terms of slapstick comedy. Well, and it felt like a real kids-style comedy, you know, just ridiculous, you know, like and I, fantasticals. I, I couldn't really put the finger on what I didn't enjoy about the episode because there was a lot of good things in the episode that, now that we're talking about it, made me go, okay, well, yeah, they did set things up better. Yeah. But I think what it was was what you said, Monkey Boy. I just didn't enjoy it. Hmm. And I think you're basically both wrong. I think... <laughs> If if this episode maybe I know each episode should be rated on its own merits, but if we'd watched this as maybe the second episode, it might have gotten a bit higher. Mm, yeah, but I've seen that the standard of the other episodes have, to me, just put this one in a in the lower end of That's the scale. That's so interesting. Still watchable. That's really interesting. I really enjoyed this episode. I, I find it fascinating that we have such different opinions of it. Well, I mean, like, you know, the other week well, when sorry, I get... sorry, Mike, you know, mm-hmm. you know what they say, opposites attract. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, go go two weeks ago when we reviewed episode 10, like, I gave the episode 9 out of 10, Swinney gave it 5 and you gave it 6. Like, mm. that's, that's not quite as extreme maybe as this one, but it's pretty similar. Like, I really enjoyed that one. I thought that was awesome, mm. but you guys kind of didn't enjoy it so much. You thought it was okay. So, I think that happens, it but... Does, yeah. I, I tend to agree with what Swinney's saying as well, that I look back at some episodes and I'm like, well, you know, I feel like my rating would be a lot different. Like, honestly, remember that real early one that really sucked, like, the, what was it, the couch, couch potatoes potato? one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Mike feel like at this one. stage I'd almost give that a one. Yeah, weird, huh? Like, if yeah, I Mike, revised it. Mike liked that episode, so. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a period where Mike kept on giving almost the same rating apart from the first episode. I was. I was, so was, was going to stay with sixes across the board, but then I'm like, <coughs> some of these I actually really What's enjoy. <clears throat> yeah, so, well, they've, they've I, I shucked you. Sh- I just said they've shucking you up. They are. And I can't <laughs> lie to our only tonight. two listeners. <laughs> Got to be honest with people. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I don't know. The stats say that we've got more listeners than two, so it's growing. It's growing. It's a it's a cult yeah. podcast at this stage. Look, I may have <laughs> well, clicked the re- refresh button take- a couple of times. <laughs> I was going to say it takes quite a few refreshes to get it to work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, that explains it all. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, good. Um, okay, okay. Well, you know, like what I do with every episode, I put the rating down before talking to you guys about it. And then sometimes I find myself at the end of it, before you've said what the ratings are, sometimes I adjust it up or down by one. Okay. That's like, and I've maybe done that two times through the show. This one. Oh, uh, that's, you're uncovering your dark secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, because I think sometimes on reflection, I go, oh, you know, it was kind of, I enjoyed it more than I realized. That's usually why, or eh, maybe I was overreacting. It's like a, a relationship, um, you know, a couple of years later, you're like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Well, this sure, one I was kind of like slap I was, me all the time, <laughs> kick me out, make me sleep on the couch. But that wasn't so bad, was it? Oh, you you uh. missed the opportunity to say anal probe, but 
<laughs> your alien girlfriend. I'm still anyway, seeing but, a psychiatrist um, about that. Okay, it's a sensitive topic. <laughs> Literally, I think I could have gone physically. either way with the four. Hmm? I feel like I could have gone either way with the four, either put it up or down, because I do understand what you're saying. Like for the most part, the episode was pretty, pretty solid until the end for me, where it's just like this is silly. Like what the hell are they? This premise. Yeah, I, I agree with but, that part. Anyway. It almost felt like they needed a way to. They knew what they wanted to do at the end in terms of tying it together, but they didn't quite figure out how to fit it. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I feel like they knew the end goal. Right. They just didn't really know how to get there properly. Mm. All right. So, Swinney, did you you had something prepared? Um, did you want to roll with that? Or? Prepared? What do you mean I prepared something? <laughs> that never happens. I look well, last week, um, you, can't live up, you can't live up to that anymore. Like this <laughs> last week shows, the, you know, it's going to be flying up the charts. You have to release okay. it on the iTunes. Anyway, go on. Uh, now, I thought there's... I would start looking... Because uh, the credits aren't giving me anything anymore. Um, mm, other than true. Dave Dobbin, who I, I love researching all the time. <laughs> have to get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, of course. I actually looked up uh, his song Slice of Heaven, actually. Oh, which, did he uh, do that song? Yeah. Oh, that guy. That was the uh, song on Foot Trop uh foot trop flats that animated ah, movie so, that's a good yeah. song man that's a good song yeah. i didn't even know that was like a kiwi i just, just kind of assume every good song is like maybe an american or a brit until i'm proven otherwise <laughs> okay yeah, very okay good. so it got me thinking about music and i yep. thought let me let me have a look at any songs or bands or something or other that have the word feral mm-hmm. in them yeah, fair call so the first one, it's pretty much all uh, all songs, unfortunately. But uh, the first is the song Feral by Radiohead. Oh, oh really? See the link? Yeah, the <laughs> link is all tying up now. <laughs> You're now, tying um, them. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I was very excited to look up the lyrics and then found out it was an instrumental. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Apparently it does have lyrics, but it's all weird and hidden or whatever. Anyway, there's another song called Feral Game by metal band Otep, which Mm -hmm. is actually a pretty good song. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Now, uh, (laughs) the next song is a very interesting one. Now, Monkey Boy, I've I've sent you an example of this. We're only going to play the start of it because, to be honest, it's very hard to listen to. Don't play it just yet. I'm going to explain it first. Yep. Um, this is a song called, um, I'm trying to attempt to say this without breaking our, um, <laughs> our no penis rating roll. is, no, is, it's called My Feral F Toy, if you can <laughs> put those two words together, by a band okay. called F I'm Dead. <laughs> Who is this F guy? Monkey Boy, can you uh, can you please yeah. uh, play a sample of this All track? Right. So what, 10 seconds of it or? Uh, we couldn't stand more. Okay, I'll see how long we go. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. My buddy's okay. ready. <laughs> There's a break. Did you now, not bad. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's kind of better than what I was expecting. Yeah. To be honest, I only heard like a few seconds. I, uh, I t- <laughs> now that's a. <laughs> this is uh, this is a grindcore song. Now, Man. 
I attempted to find lyrics, but I don't think anybody's been able to decipher them yet. <laughs> you, then you can write whatever you want. You can go, Darren, Mixie, <laughs> whatever. You can just okay. Now, there's a little bit more about this band. Uh, first mm-hmm. of all, I've just put a link in the chat. So if you can uh, go to this uh, site. Yep. It has... Um, so the album that this song is mm-hmm. off, and I want to talk about some of these song titles. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so let me know when it's loaded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's loaded. And okay, I'm going to talk about this first. <laughs> there are it's, there are Jesus, about 23 the? songs. There are about 23 songs on this <sighs> album. Um, not counting the second two, they're all about a minute forty. <laughs> people come up with forty this crap? seconds, a minute long. I, now, feel like, I feel like they just wanted to have the shortest songs possible so they can have more song titles. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm uh, I'm going to choose a couple of song titles that I enjoy yep. out of this album. Yep. By the way, this band is Australian. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Maybe they yep. were influenced by the Perils. You never know. It's possible. Well, this album this album came out in 2001, and that's important for something I'm going to say soon. Okay. Um, so, I like number six, Colin Commando. That's actually a good name. I like that. <laughs> and can we, can we, can we be, can we just be mindful of the, the swearing policy while we, yes. while we look at this? I, I also like number 18, Toilet Tantalus. Mm. <laughs> hey, how about number 17? Oh, wait, no, we can't talk about that one. No, you can't talk about that. Okay, but probably my fav- my favourite is the lovely number 13 at 50 seconds, <laughs> simply titled Shotgun Facelift. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, Homer with his shotgun makeup gun, where he yes, points it into yes. their face and just shoots it. Boom. Okay. Now, num- number what, 20. Number 8. Number is 8 is the most t- messed up, by the way. Yeah, there's a lot of bad songs on here. Now, number 20 is Licky Webster. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Now, That's so wrong, okay. man. Let me, That's let me so wrong. Some, Why yes, is that wrong? I don't understand this reference. Into yes, this. context. Look okay, at the year. Okay, look Mike, at the year. Mike, look Mike, at the year. Mike, wait. Let me explain this. Let me explain this. <laughs> the Sydney Olympics happened in the year 2000. Yes. Now, for anybody that remembers, there was a young girl who performed and became very oh, famous yeah. from a performance named Oh God, Nikki Stop Webster. right there, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. This album came out yep. in 2001. Yep. yep. That's yep. all. Thank no, you. No, but how, did you say how old she was? Uh, she, I said there was a young girl. <laughs> let's, she let's was say within the League of Pedobera, the Sydney Olympics. Yes. <laughs> that is such a bad song title. <laughs> I have to say, where a song title number eight, effing the fetus, which I actually think I might need to like <laughs> bleep that out anyway. Even the whole the, thing, I have yes. not. There's a lot. There's a lot I did not want to mention. So you've just broken that. But I mean, that is messed up. That may not. That I, I'm quite confident. That's not the most messed up one out of these no, ones. I think which I kind of thought I didn't see number twenty. Pretty out there as well. Licky. Now, before we <laughs> yeah, before we leave this uh, uh, this uh, album, I can't even link I this album. The, <laughs> so yes, stuff. I love the fact that not only is there a song called Licky Webster, yeah, there is. 
a live version, number 23, what? <laughs> that apparently goes for 49 and a half minutes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a mistake, obviously. I don't know if it is. It can't be real. It does add up, oh, You know what? I want this album now. <laughs> where, are we it... gonna, where can we get this from? <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to be added to the AFP online? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Oh god! I actually think it's one of those things where they have a secret track and they just add the extra. Yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. No, you'd be right. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Oh my the god! Can't what? get it on eBay either. <laughs> this yeah. is a really okay. esoteric album. Damn. Okay. Enough of this. Enough of this. The last one I've uh, just linked you guys in the chat is actually a song by the very famous and influential punk band Black Flag. Uh-oh. So, this song title is called Shed Reading Rattus Norvegicus <laughs> or something. I can't say okay. the last word. But what I found interesting is, um, have you guys got the window uh, open? Yep. This is like rap genius, It goes, isn't it? I am Rattus Norvegicus. I'm sitting in some <laughs> S-hole rat's nest and I'm a little angry. I wanted to be a talk show host, not a rat. Does that not apply to Raddus? <laughs> it sounds so much like it's it does, about Raddus. Yeah, okay. Can I, can I just to say, me, the idea of Raddus going on to be a talk show host is awesome. <laughs> well, he was talk show judge. True. And he, and he excelled. And he was the host. But, yeah. Now, this song, I'm like... Look, I've heard a bit of Black Flag. Um, I'm going to go listen <laughs> to this song, right? It's interesting yeah. lyrics. It's a spoken word oh. song. Oh, my God. I'm so disappointed. I am Rattus <laughs> Norvegius. So I'm what I just found out is that, that Rattus Norvegicus or whatever. Norvegicus. That's actually, I think, the Latin name or scientific name for a brown rat. Huh. There we go. Ah. How do we not I, know I, that? So Radis, I knew Radis. Yeah. I knew Radis would be, but I didn't know Norvegicus or whatever you say. Yeah, it's just Norway rats or something. Yeah. Anyway, ah. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, I, I do like the idea. I think that's a nice extended universe. 20 years on, where are they now? The feral. <laughs> well, I guess they'd all be dead because they're animals. They don't live that long. But uh, <laughs> it's quite Don't make little Johnny cry. <laughs> But I could see Radis as a talk show host. They kind of do the Ferrell's TV thing, yeah. so that also fits. Yeah, could. Even though we're not going to talk about that, so. Mm. I, I like okay. the, the guy who does the voice and the puppeteer work. Is, there's something so good about it. Just, I love it. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't right. understand the umbilical brother thing. Is he one of the umbilical brothers? Yeah. Which one uh-huh. is he? <laughs> Dave that's Dolan. dumb. The one that does the... Did you say Dave Dobbins? Like. Did you just say Dave Dobbins? No, I said David Collins. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> David Dobbins. He, he's, he, he's, I think he's still stuck on Colin <laughs> Commando. <laughs> Colin Commando. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like him. This is what I don't understand. Does he look like the rad- the guy who's puppeteering Raddus in the video? He doesn't look like him. He doesn't look like the guy in the behind the scenes. And yeah, I no, wonder, that's what I don't get. If they got someone to stand in in the behind the scenes, I don't know. <laughs> no, because he's doing it. I don't know, man. I, I think it's a mistake that they're saying no. that he's one of them. Unless it's a different guy no, with the same actually, name. actually, on the umbilical... No. On the umbilical guy's webs, uh, the umbilical cord or whatever. <laughs> the umbilical <laughs> brothers' website. Shut up, shut up. The umbilical cord brothers. <laughs> yes, we're all everywhere tonight. I know, we're shocking. Um, 
it actually mentions the ferals um on their site so uh, okay. or something about radis so i did actually <sighs> find that because i needed to check that okay. as well so. yeah I, I, look i agree i feel like i've done this research but i still feel like i i don't know which one you, which one's which if it's David or Shane, which I'm looking up now. Like, I don't know who's David and who's Shane out of these two. Yeah. It could now, be either one for about me. About the Umbilical Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Now, they've been around for a long time, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Forever, and, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could mouth that. Um, now, I hadn't heard about them in years. Actually, mm. I hadn't heard them for so long before we started doing this podcast. I walked into... Uh, and EB Games the other day. And they had uh, some special announcement there, like, um, EB Games, win tickets to see the Umbilical oh, wow. Brothers. And I was like, what? Yeah, I've seen... <laughs> fan- fancy that. <laughs> Timing. Yeah, I've seen... Um, there have been some posters on the bus route that I go home. Umbilical Brothers, Umbilical Brothers. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I've never even you know thought what about is? these people. It's It started... When we start this podcast, it must be. I us. think so. It must be. Mm. Must be a bigger audience than we realise. I could believe that. Mm. <laughs> okay, like I think we've wrapped that. up the episode now. <laughs> I would. Um, so next week we have, <laughs> this is a movie theme title, uh, episode 13, True Romance. Um, but for now, it's bye. Adios. Goodbye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.